Welcome to Kitchen Chat. This is where we sample the talents of the most notorious chefs, home cooks, foodies, and celebrities that sizzle. Get ready for a culinary journey that you won't find anywhere else. Here's the host of Kitchen Chat, Margaret McSweeney. Hello, dear foodie friends, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. This is your host, Margaret McSweeney. I'm so glad you're joining me today as we kick off the season with a new series called Gifts from the Heart. And I am also excited to introduce you to someone who really needs no introduction. She's a very familiar face to you, I'm sure, on Hallmark Channel and Great American Family. Jen Lilly, welcome to Kitchen Chat. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, well, I just love what you are doing called Christmas is Not Canceled. Can you share with us about this charity? Because foodie friends, as we all know, Christmas, well, rather, rather charity and especially charity during Christmas begins in the kitchen and you are doing great things. Share with us about this wonderful charity. Well, it's a charity initiative. So it's a fundraising company that, that fundraises on behalf of other nonprofits that we just love. And it started as a one-time campaign in 2020, which is why the name is Christmas is not canceled. Cause we thought, you know, we would kind of make a joke on everything that got canceled, you know, culturally and flight wise and holiday wise in, in 2020. And it was supposed to just be, like I said, a one-time campaign where my now business partner and I, Alejandra, um, wanted to fundraise for Toys for Tots because we we realized that so many parents who had already gone through a very scary year were not going to be able to provide Christmas gifts for their kids. And, you know, I'm a parent and I think that it was, I mean, 2020 was hard to navigate for anyone, but I think especially for parents, having to put a brave face on for your kids, not freak them out when you're honestly quite freaked out was hard. And then the idea of not being able to provide Christmas gifts for your children who then are going to think that they're on the naughty list when they don't get something. And I'm a child advocate. And I was like, oh, that breaks my heart on two different levels. And so we decided to start this campaign. And we were like, okay, well, how will we incentivize people, you know, to get involved? And I think one of the things I felt in 2020, and I think a lot of people feel this, and maybe they're feeling it as well right now with all the, the war and all the turmoil that's going on in the year, is the more you watch the news, the more you get overwhelmed and the smaller and smaller you feel. And the more you feel like, gosh, what am I even joking? Like these small acts of kindness, they're never going to amount to anything. Why am I even trying? And that's such a lie. I mean, that is just not, that's not reality. The reality is each person has in their capacity something that they can do. If they can't give $15 to provide a toy or a gift for a child in need, then you know what? We all have a voice. And sometimes just telling your neighbor or your friend, like don't discredit how powerful things are and don't discredit how small acts of kindness really can change the world. So we started this campaign and we were like, you know what? If people can give $25, you know, for a toy or whatever it is on Christmas is not canceled, then what we'll do is we'll give them 25 entries into winning all sorts of crazy weekly prizes that that amounted to the ultimate Christmas, you know, the the, the meal, the, the gifts for your friends, like everything you would need minus the Hallmark or Great American hunk was coming in that sweepstakes package. And people had so much fun that the next year they were like, when are we going to do it again? And uh, my friend Ale and I were like, 
never. Like, she, you know, she's a fashion designer. I'm a mom and an actress. And I was like, are you kidding me? That was so much work. It was so much fun, but it was so much work. But, you know, the more we heard back from people, uh, the more we realized, wow, we kind of accidentally created a movement. And so now every summer we give backpacks filled with school supplies to celebrate Christmas in July um, to children in foster care, uh, which is a, a cause close to my heart. Two of my children are adopted out of foster care. And then in the fall, we do Woo, 25,000 toys for children all over the United States and now all over the world. Um, and so it's just an awesome way to give back and, and we have like hundreds of winners. So it's a fun way to, you know, use what you can get involved, like kind of build community. So many people have become friends. I've become friends with so many people. And I know today on this podcast, we're having someone who's become my dear friend because she's involved, Adwa. Uh, you know, she's going to be on the podcast too. And it's just, it's fun to, to create change in small ways that have a really large impact. Well, this is a big change that's working in a big way and having a big impact. So foodie friends, we're going to have the link so you can donate a gift from your heart. That's what this series is about on Kitchen Chat. And this is very ambitious. 25 thousand toys and what is the count right now Woo, we are just over eight thousand and uh we end december 9th at midnight so you know we got a long way to go but but kind of every year where we 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 freak out right about now and we're like oh my gosh we're never gonna get there and i feel that somehow we always hit the goal so i have faith i'm trying to remind myself you know this is year four you've done this before like don't freak out this is normal but i'm freaking out a little bit <laughs> but then we have lovely people like you who have us on their podcast and help us spread the word so that's awesome oh no and it's about sharing and caring so yes. even if someone cannot donate they can still share the link so others can can rally around and that will be a gift from their heart as well so speaking of hearts there's a lot of christmas love going around on great american family this yes. season do you have any special uh, movies coming up that we'd all love Listen, I am so excited. Thank you for asking. I didn't even like occur to me to promote my movie, which is crazy. And hopefully, hopefully is a testament to my heart for kids. But yeah, I do have a movie coming out this weekend. Um, I don't know when this airs. It airs Sunday, November 19th, which is the Sunday before Thanksgiving. So you can stop your stocking with Christmas before you're sick of all these Christmas movies. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> December 19th at 8 p.m. 7 Central. It's called A Paris Christmas Waltz. It stars me and Matthew Morrison, who is the teacher from Glee. And it is, oh, it's a dance movie and it has a bit of a, it is musical number in it. And it is like La La Land and then some, but includes Christmas. And I honestly, you know, I love Christmas movies. I've liked pretty much every movie I've done, but I will say with absolute conviction, honesty, and transparency. This is my favorite movie I've ever done. I've never been so proud of my work. Uh, I'm not a dancer. Uh, I was when I was little, but it's been a long time since I danced, and I'm really proud of it. So that, that, that's coming up on November 19th. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. So did you have to learn how to waltz? 
Yes. And the thing was, is I signed up for dance lessons at Arthur Murray, right? Because I was like, how hard could ballroom dancing be? One, two, three, four, one, two, three. No. Then we get to Romania where we shot a lot of the film. Thank God we had um, Kasha Kovalev, who's a world-renowned choreographer. He did a, move, a show that, that he's still on called Strictly Come Dancing, which is Britain's version, but even more hard, even harder, you know, even more elevated Um called Strictly Come Dancing. It's hard, the harder version of Dancing with the Stars. And he came in and he was like, everything you know about the waltz is wrong. You learned American waltz. We're doing Viennese waltz. It's like double time and it's this way and you start backwards. And it. I already have a hard time with right and left. And listen, if I struggled, you know, that's to be expected. But Matthew Morrison, who is a professional dancer who has been on Broadway for years and years and with a judge on, so you think you can dance. I mean, the guy's an actual dancer. He was like dying after these rehearsals. He was like, if it's any consolation to you, I am struggling as well. And I was like, okay. And then we found out, here's the even funnier. Then we found out, I got to post this reel today. Actually, I already edited it. Oh my goodness. We found out on the day of our waltz, we're like, gosh, these people around us are amazing or we're that bad. And we're like, these people are so good. And the director and producer comes over and they're like, guess who we got to dance with you? And we're like, who? And they said, the current world champions and all of them are former world champions. And we were like, oh, we can tell. Um, and they were like trying to correct my frame because I don't know if you can see because I'm on like a virtual background. But like Viennese yeah. waltz is like so far back. And then your head is like this. And you're looking up at the corner, which is just dizzy. I had to take Dramamine. It was so amazing. And they were literally correcting my frame as we were going. And Matthew and I have a very, I'm posting a reel about our, our post that day shooting experience. It, it was so funny, but you know, <laughs> well, we just, we it's in there, you know, <laughs> exactly. And burning a lot of calories for all yes. of the delicious food on Hallmark. And we're going to definitely chat with Ottawa in just a moment about that. But I was wondering for the holidays, you have a wonderful family. Um, do you have any special traditions food wise that you'd like to share? Oh, um, well, it depends if we're talking Thanksgiving or Christmas, but you know what I love to do for Christmas, honestly? And I sometimes did this for Thanksgiving. I'm not a big fan of turkey, though I have found a turkey recipe that's quite good. But I do steak or like a beef brisket as well because Ooh. it's so good and everybody's happy about it. Like nobody's nobody's upset when I'm like, you know what? We're ditching the ham turkey thing. We're doing steak instead. And and most people are like, that's fine with me. And then I have like a small turkey or something or small, you know, like half a ham on the side where you're like, if you'd like to do this because you're going to be crushed, that we're not doing the tradition, that's fine. Otherwise, how would you like your steak prepared? <laughs> that's become a tradition for me. I love that. Steak is a great tradition. What about baking with the children over the holidays? We bake way too many cookies. And, and that's why I had to do this dance movie. You know, my spanks were loose by the end of the movie. I was calling my manager. I was like, literally, my spanks are loose. I didn't know this was possible. They're not anymore. And they won't be by, you know, December 31st. But we do lots of cookies, you know. Uh, and I know that's something that Adwa does, too, from her kitchen. Before we watch our Christmas movies, of course, you have to have the chocolate chip cookies or the snickerdoodles or, you know, whatever you want to make. And we do the gingerbread houses. And we do all of that at this thing called Christmas University, too, which is 
through Christmas is not canceled. And it's like a way for people to hang out with their favorite celebrities and kind of interact with each other while raising money as well for the cause. Um, and so we do ugly sweater competitions, gingerbread competitions. I mean, you name it, if it's Christmas related, we do it. And so my kids like to do that after our kind of adult classes. They're just adult because they're catered toward adults. They're, they're G rated kids can attend, but they're very like catered toward adults. So, Jen, you mentioned about Christmas University and all of the fun cooking. I want to introduce Adwa as well, who is a team leader at Christmas is Not Canceled and is really helping along everything. We met, dear foodie friends, at a wonderful food event at Italy in Chicago with Juliana Rensick, who was launching her new Prosecco. It is fabulous. And uh, ironically, I'm going to be going to New York to interview uh, Lydia Bastianich <laughs> this week. So that's going to be fun. I love how it all comes together like a Hallmark or a great American family movie. Yes. <laughs> so it all ties in. So tell us about, first of all, the, the Christmas University, Christmas U, how we can all get involved to help support that, what food is involved, and the cooking well, okay, so there's a lot involved. Um, <laughs> so much. Yes, there's there's cooking, there's baking, there's crafting, um, challenges, game nights, trivia nights, uh, celebrity interactions. Uh, you said ugly sweater. Competition. Yes, ugly sweater competition. Um, right now, so Christmas University is like... Um, Almost halfway through. We have another month left. So people can still join and get all of it. So if they've missed a class, they would get a recording of it. Um, or they can just join a la carte. So on christmasisnotcanceled.com, there's a tab at the top that says join Christmas University. And then there's um, a la carte classes if they're interested in taking you know, one versus all of them. Or they can join all of them, but they'll just get recordings of any that have, that have happened in the past. Um, and then every single weekend to celebrate the new Great American Christmas movie that's coming out. Um, and Adwa is very well acquainted with this. We have a bake along. So we bake every Saturday before the movies and all of our bake along events are free. So they just join for free, but they, they sign up on the website. That way we can send them the zoom link and it's just over zoom. They can join from, you know, their car or the airport or the comfort of their own home. They can turn off their camera and be in their jammies. They can be in their jammies. It's a judgment free zone. Um, and so that's every single weekend. We, we learn something from a professional chef or cook. Um, and then we watch movies. So. Lots of ways to get involved. You can eat eat your goodies while you're watching the movies, and it's a yes. it's a good way to promote Great American Family because it's still a growing network. So um, the recipes, you know, coincide with the the movies that are coming out that weekend, and it's yes. just it's just so fun. It's fun oh. to get pumped up for the whole the whole you know celebration. <laughs> I love that you're involved in this. I feel like there should be a great American family cookbook in the works. There somehow. should be. Yes. Work on that. <laughs> Let me add that to my plate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't need anything else. <laughs> and also, I understand you make the best Christmas or holiday bark as well. Can you share with us about that? <laughs> I can attest. It's delicious. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yes, she's had the gingerbread uh, chocolate bark. Uh, yes, I have a company called Love and Sparks Chocolate Bark. Uh, and all of my flavors are inspired by Great American Family and Hallmark movies. And um, Jen tasted the gingerbread one I, I had given to her last, last year. Yeah, last Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, because it was, um, I had created that based on your first Great American Family movie, Royally Wrapped for Christmas. Oh, yeah. It was two years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. Um, so, yeah, there's there's connections between all the flavors, you know, that mean something to me. So I'm I'm rolling out my, my holiday flavors are actually coming out next week. So yeah. I'm, I started, I started cooking them up yesterday and, uh, yeah, it's going to be, oh. be delicious and fun and awesome. <laughs> that is so exciting. And foodie friends will have a special giveaway. Uh, gifts from my heart will feature your wonderful, it sounds like gingerbread is the go-to. It's one of the many flavors. Okay. I'll have other holiday flavors. I have Peppermint Palace. Uh, mm-hmm. That's based on a, a great American family movie called The Winter Palace with Danica McKellar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a hot cocoa flavor, which is based on a hot cocoa Christmas. That sounds delicious. <laughs> yes. it's, it's one of the favorites. It has a little kick to it. It's like a Mexican hot chocolate type of a Ooh. situation with freeze-dried um marshmallows like the kind you find in lucky charms but better yes Yes. (laughs) (laughs) i have a orange one that is a very big popular one um and and so many more gingerbread too yes you should um, endorse spanx you should get a spanx endorsement when we order your chocolate bark we just get 20 percent off some company Absolutely. But then watch the waltz in Paris or the Paris waltz. And then dance it off. Dance your way back to the kitchen to get the next flavor. I love that. So we will be doing a special giveaway on Kitchen Chat to promote Christmas is Not Canceled with a special thank you um, with Ottawa's delicious chocolate bark flavors. So we'll stay tuned for that, foodie friends. Well, I love that you have this great heart for charity. And what do you both do in terms of encouraging your children to get involved in charity? That's a great question. Adwa, you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, luckily my, my son's only three, so he's not like totally understanding of, of it but my eight-year-old daughter she uh loves christmas as much as i do thank god <laughs> she was asking me before thanksgiving or sorry before uh, halloween mommy when are we going to decorate for christmas i'm like don't worry the day after halloween it's happening so she she's always along on the ride with me like through our our summer campaign um camp christmas in july through all of Christmas University, she she loves watching me be a part of all of it, yep. and she knows what it's all about. She um, also has a degree from Santa. She sure does. Yeah, <laughs> she has earned it. Yes, um, yeah. No, she uh, she loves what we do, and sometimes you know, I I when she's asking for something like I want this and I want that, I I kind of remind her what this is all about, and I say, you know, mm-hmm. I want you to remember the kids that we're helping in Christmas is not canceled. I want you to think about what they don't have and think about, should you really be complaining about this right now? And it'll kind of click and she'll be like, yeah, 
I guess I I know. And sometimes she needs a reminder because she's eight, but (laughs) you know, but she does, um, she gets it and she, she really enjoys, you know, kind of tagging along with me along the way. She's, she's going to be in one of my videos coming up actually. Um, she just, uh, yeah, she really appreciates it. And I can tell she carries it over to, uh, things that have happened at school, like, you know, kids who, she has a special needs child in her class and she shows a lot of empathy towards them, which I, I, I don't know. I, hopefully she already would have had that, you know, response, but I think exposing her to things like this really adds to, you know, your ability to empathize with others. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. And Jen, anything you do with your kids to help them really develop the heart? I mean, yeah, I talk to them about, you know, Christmas is not canceled, but also our church does something similar called Operation Shoebox, um, which is which is also a global movement where you take a shoebox and you get to fill it. So we just did that with my kids um, where I took them, you know, to Walmart and I said, this is going to be for another child who would not have Christmas you know, if we didn't fill this up. So what we want to do is we want to pick as many cool things as we can possibly fit in this box. So that was really fun. And then they were really excited about that. But, you know, as Adwa said, at the same time, my my kids are seven, five, four, and one. So, you know, my seven-year-old, like about a month ago, it was like one of those parenting fail moments where you're like, what the heck? You know, he... Kahiva, who's one of our uh, Christmas University students, has become one of my best friends, actually. She makes these beautiful handmade pajamas, and she made one for every one of my kids. And they were going to open them, you know, if they brushed their teeth and got their jammies on and stuff, you know, in time. And so the little ones opened it, and Caden, my oldest son, got out, and he was like, well, is it a Lego set? And I was like, no. And he threw a fit. He didn't get to open those jammies for, like, three days because I was so mad because he threw a fit that they weren't Legos. And I was like, it's a present. You know, like, some kids don't even have pajamas. But we get pajamas in the summer, and I just talk to them about that a lot. And then as part of Christmas is not canceled, one thing that's so cool for me is because child help is also one of our charities. So we give to Toys for Tots. That's the main kind of, they're going to get the bulk of the toys. But there's also an organization called Child Help that has residential treatment facilities for children who have experienced just literally the worst abuse ever. And they and they need like a, they live in a mental institution, but it's, it's set up to be like kind of family oriented so that it doesn't feel like a mental institution. We give gifts to all of their children and we fill whatever that child's wish is. So we get very specific toy lists from them. And then one of the coolest things is that we get to go to the village and I bring my kids with me. And the first gift that my, the first time we ever did that with my kids, we were, you know, on Santa's sleigh and I was trying to explain it to them. And we got back in the car to drive home. And my seven-year-old, who also was the one that threw the fit, this was two years ago, he's five. And he was like, all right, so where are the kids? And I was like, what? And he was like, where are the kids? Like, he really thought we were adopting all 68 children from the village. And he had, like, made it up in his mind that, like, okay, I guess we're going home with 68 siblings today. And I was like, I love your heart 
so much. I hope I've done the right thing, you know, like as a parent, because you never know until they're adults, but you just create moments of empathy where you explain to them whatever they can appropriately understand in that, you know, developmental stage of their life. You know, we're going to help these children and you're going to get Christmas presents, but these children don't have mommies and daddies that take care of them. So we want to show them that there are so many people that care about them and we want to treat them as if, you know, they're part of our family. So he just interpreted that as like, okay, we're going to get a bus and there's going to be 68 more kids in the house. And I was like, that's cool. I love that. I absolutely love that. Well, changing a bit of topic, because there might be some foodie friends out there who aspire to be an actor or actress. Can you share with us your journey and any tips you might have for someone who still has those dreams? Sure. I would say I don't think it's ever too late. So you should be encouraged because I didn't know. And I know, you know, Probably if you're listening to this podcast and you're considering yourself a foodie, you're probably not college age anymore. But I will say I didn't even know I wanted to be an actress till college. And I think that there's just a lot more opportunity, you know, with with all of the streaming services and things that we have, you know, something that's positive that's come out of that is there are literally thousands of shows. And, you know, I know for a fact when all of us were growing up, like, there were just not a lot of choices. Like you had, you know, 10 choices at best, if not like three, maybe during the same time slot. Now with streaming, there's so many ways to watch TV. And the best part about that is that that means there's such a long capacity for actors and, and there's just so much room for new actors um, that are starting out. So don't be discouraged. Um, I would say one of the best ways to get started in acting is, you know, to contact like Atlanta has a great market. If you're Canadian, you're like a shoe in because all the Hallmark movies and great American movies shoot up there and they just do local castings because they have to for tax incentives. And so, so I thought about moving to Canada before just to be like, can I just be in every single series, <laughs> you know, but, you know, check out like kind of smaller, smaller markets that are still big, like Atlanta, um, all auditions are over tape now or over zoom. So you don't really have to live in the big cities anymore, which is awesome. And, um, there's a lot of virtual classes you can take, you know, acting classes, which is a weird kind of thing. But if all the auditions are over zoom and stuff, then it's not that weird. And, um, and I think the main thing with any business is that you just have to understand it's a business. It's a lie that people just get discovered. And so when I went out to LA, I have like a degree in science. I, I So I love schematics and scientific things that have no application to acting at all. And I'm probably never going to play a geologist, which is what my degree is <laughs> in. Would love to. But, you know, I don't even remember all the play tectonic stuff anyway. But because I love schematics and I love research, I did my own little generally hypothesis and I studied the schematics of what's called the internet movie database and basically realized that most people who, you know, were overnight successes have at least like eight years under their belt. And so I think it's with any business, they say, you know what, year four is when you want to quit. Year three, year four is when you're like, what am I doing? But if you can just kind of survive that year, you're like, over the hump already. And you just have to network, 
Now, Ada was the queen of networking, hence this podcast. <laughs> but, you know, everything about business, everything about life, I mean, even faith. I say this to actors, like, it doesn't matter what religion you belong to. You have to know somebody to get in in the sense of, like, you want to go to heaven? You have to know Jesus. You want to reach nirvana? I think you have to know Buddha. I don't know. I'm not super skilled at that. But, like, every even, like, faith works like that, you know? It's, it's a networking thing. That's how... That's how God set things up. And so you just need to network with people, value other people, and and have a attitude, a teachable spirit. You know, yeah. like want to learn, be eager to learn, be humble, put in the work. And if if you do that, you're already ahead of other people, honestly. So that's that's kind of the trick. Oh, I love that. Oh, thank you so much, Jen. Thank you, Ottawa, for being on Kitchen Chat today as we launched the special series, Kitchen Chat, Gifts from the Heart. And you, dear foodie friends, can give to Christmas Is Not Cancelled. It's a wonderful, wonderful uh, group that's funding 25,000 toys around the world for children this season and also some great things on Christmas University. We'll make sure we have links for all of that. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone. And always remember to take a moment and savor the day.